0: In the year 2017, an innocent man accused of a crime has a choice. Hard time or prime time? Sensational. Perfect contestant. I want him. He must pay or play the running man. On your mark! I'll be back. Go! The highest rated TV show in history. Because they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Welcome to the last episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me as always is Aaron. What a people. This week we'll be discussing the science fiction classic. The Running Man starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Richard Dawson, you got Jesse Ventura, Jim Brown, you got Yafit Koto. It's an all-star cast. Mick Fleetwood's in this for Mick damn Fleetwood's sake. Mick Fleetwood's in this. At one point, I thought Carlos Santana was in it, but apparently that's just me being racist. <laughs> Dweezel Zappa's in it, though. Is he? I used to think he yes, was kind of cute. It is truly the most bizarre example of egregious stunt casting that you have ever seen. It's like, I don't know, they just went to the back of the the Costco and said, you know, hey, former actors, hop in the back of the bus, let's do this. It was The Expendables before The Expendables. Yes. Truly The Expendables. How's that? I believe it. Um... Give us your thirty second synopsis of the running man. <clears throat> all right, this is my thoughts and and this is very uh apropos with our our political climate these days in the land of fake news this entertainment is true. and uh and as it has always. Through the history of time. I mean, you could compare this to the gladiators of ancient times. The people need to be entertained. Otherwise, they start thinking angry thoughts about the government, I think is what that is. So in this futuristic world that has actually passed uh, three years ago, all right, uh, 2017. Tw- 2000, it should have been 2016. Uh. In this futuristic world, there is a game show <laughs> called The Running Man where, where uh, criminals uh, are given a chance to escape. but Earn their freedom. Earn their freedom. But the cost is uh, they have these people. What are they? Strikers? Is that what they're called? Stalkers. Stalkers. Well, that makes that makes more sense. Yes. Uh, Stalkers. Meanwhile, people are chasing them, trying to kill them. But if yes. you succeed, supposedly you know you're you're free and you live on. Uh, you live in Hawaii with with uh, solid gold dancers. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Anyway. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is wrongly convicted of a crime and ends up escaping. And they decide, wouldn't it be great if we got him to be on the show? So they called the government and the government hooked him up and yada, yada, yada. As always happens, Arnold Schwarzenegger wins the end. That's all you need to know. Um, when is Arnold a bad guy? When does Arnold lose? Let, ask yourself these questions. He was Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin. Oh my God, so there you go. Do not go see it, though. No, do I, not I did not time. go see that. And I was deeply involved with Michael Keaton during those days. Yeah, Michael Keaton's not in this one. Oh, well, that's, so that maybe that explains it. <laughs> that that. Maybe have something to do with it. Very sad. All right. um, I was deeply involved with Michael Keaton, so I refused to see it. Who was the batman in that one? George Clooney. Yeah, that's no. George Clooney. No. George Clooney is George Clooney. There you go. There you go. Good times. This was uh, the Michael Keaton period when he was like clean and sober. He was doing those things trying to win an Oscar oh, yeah. before his career fell off a cliff. Um, The cocaine affected a lot of people. Yeah. So you're saying he wasn't clean and sober? (laughs) Is that what you're suggesting? Maybe Uh, it was just a helpful hint. Breaking news. (laughs) A couple things. Uh, It's a game show, The Running Man. But the objective is very sketchy, right? They throw the criminals into this battle area, which is like post-apocalyptic wherever, right? But what what is the objective? They just have to live. There's no timer. No, it's a three hour show, so it so they survive for three hours. Well, it's so manipulated that it's three hours, so it's going to end because you'll notice they have like the fake ending where they wrap it all up nicely. They do shit like that. So is that how it works? Absolutely. They couldn't find at one point. They couldn't find them. So, they stage this fate death mass match ending using CGI. Elon Musk warned us all about this. Oh, that's true. Maybe he got the idea from Musk. Maybe he got the idea from this. I don't know. Could be. Well, because it's it's very sketchy. It's just like, we're just going to dump you into this area and then send people out to kill you. And somehow, if you win, we don't tell you what winning entails, then you could uh, possibly earn your freedom basically right right now you will earn your freedom you will get a pardon and live a life uh, of luxury and wealth somewhere else somewhere else interesting and in all the years it's been on allegedly only three people have have done it that seems like bad odds whitman price and Haddad are the only two only three people who've done it and, and we find and th- out that's a house of lies Well, okay. I'm just jumping right into the highlights because this is important. It's all highlights. So while they're in the the battle zone or whatever the heck they call it, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his little girlfriend, Maria Conchita Alonso, stumble upon like a locker room with just the bodies just tossed in there. Yeah, I mean, the old bodies of the old winners are just left around for some reason and where are all the bodies of all the other people how come they're not all if if the plan is to just leave them where they drop where's it where are all i mean is this a weekly show right Uh, is it weekly or is it nightly i don't even know can you imagine i'm exhausted thinking about that but well it's you're right it's like where why okay why are we keeping these bodies in a place that are, is easily accessible to the to the runners? Well, passage, I, I think it would smell bad. It would, <laughs> I'm sure none of it smells April fresh. <laughs> if you want to be truthful, uh, but the, so then you know, fireball. One of the stalkers just arrives, and that's when the grand reveal is. These were last season's winners, No, These were last season's losers. losers. Um. And then tries to. Ki- now, is this being broadcast, to everybody? Yes. So then it's all. Re- I mean, there's the grand reveal at the end where they go, look, the people you, we told you had won were actually killed, but it was revealed just during, during the normal broadcast well, anyway. I mean, it's edited. It's not like they got a. Pass. It's live. It's live, but it's, it's kind of <laughs> live. It's cut. Kind of, oh, there's a eight second delay, like Richard Pryor well, on the cut, show. You turn the camera because there was that. The, the ending is they use CGI to put people's faces over other people, so it looked like it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that also lies, made no sense too. And there's but there's also multiple cameras, so you cut away, cut away, cut away. So why didn't they? Cause since you're talking about that, there's a whole scene where they fake the deaths. Of of uh, Schwarzenegger, Schwar- Ben Richards, Ben Richards, who's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, and the Amber, Amber Mendez, Am- Amber Waves, Amber Waves. Um, they 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 stage it like Captain Freedom, played by Jesse Ventura. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this sounds like insane nonsense, and it is. And if you don't know who Jesse Ventura is, why are you watching this movie anyway? Absolutely, <laughs> you're only watching this. Because it's another Schwarzenegger zinger classic. Jesse the Body Venture. Give him his full name, former governor of Minnesota. And, and I'm not even sure, is that a rug, or was he just always bald? Oh, that's a big rug. Was he always That's a balled? big rug. Yes. Even yes. When, yes. Him, when he was governor? He, well, he did that Hulk Hogan thing where as they lose the hair, they start wearing a crazy bandana uh, over their head. Like the or an Aunt I, thing to just cover the, the top. It's the Aunt Jemima. That's all you need. And you just let your scraps go around like a, 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 a oh, my God. I hate it's that. currently called the Brett Michaels, by the way. Okay, <laughs> um, hey, if we're referencing Brett Michaels, that's not current. That's true. <laughs> that is sad, but true. Uh, so yeah, yes, Jesse Ventura with a crazy like firefighter porn stash, and a and a fake rug, uh, is Captain Freedom, and so they stage this scene where he. Murder because he's he's like the the former stock. Schwarzenegger champion. and his team have already killed off every Sega. Uh, what was that? What was that video game? Sub Zero. uh Oh, uh, oh, uh, Mortal Kombat. They've, they've already killed off every Mortal Kombat named character. Yes, uh, that is true. And now, so they had to bring uh I don't know Steve Young over yep. out, out of retirement from they did from, from, from the. From the what do they call that? Uh, The color commentary. Yes, he throws his jacket off, and now he's like, "I'm in it." He's not even the color. He's like the sideline reporter. He's like in the locker room talking to people. You've gone too deep for me. I don't even know all these terms. (laughs) He said, "They say report to report to wardrobe." um So then they they stage this thing, and you're saying they have to stage that because they can't find Arnold Schwarzenegger, like him and the girl have disappeared in the battle zone. So they stage it. Is that why they did that? And I couldn't figure out why they they staged it where he murders oh, the death match. Yes. So what has happened at this point? I be- my belief is we're getting close to the end of of the show, and we need right. have a resolution. I see. Boom. Okay. That makes sense. But again, we still don't know how one wins this competition, but neither here well, nor there. Well, considering the Hunger Games is a direct off of this, I think it, that, you know, the ones whoever survives, that's it. You literally got to kill everybody. <laughs> that's how we do it. We we are burying the lead Tell. here because, because the reason Ben Richards is considered a a high uh, criminal or whatever, like a nationwide known right. criminal, is because he is the butcher of the the Bakersfield. The butcher of Bakersfield represents the town. That's right. I was kind of on his side at that point, though, truthfully. Oh. Uh, they, Only 48% um, of Bakersfield. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, it opens where he's like a pilot, basically sending in this uh, like these helicopters in to quell a exactly the food riot in in Bakersfield. Yes, because this is the future and it's, it's dystopian, and the government controls everything. Um, when his immediate superior says, "Open fire on the unarmed, especially the children, trying try to get the especially children, like one of those," ca- he says, "Target in the, the eyes children." of the angels. Open fire. <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's basically what's that. He refuses, and <laughs> he refuses, and gets into a fist fight on the helicopter. Again, he was the pilot. So the the helicopter's not crashing for some reason. He's fighting everybody, four guys. Uh, They eventually uh, get him under control, hit him with the rifle, and then proceed to murder everybody in the crowd, I guess, is what we're supposed to think. But but then they blame it on him. Right, because everything's edited uh, for effect. It's all fake news, people. It's all fake news. Which makes no sense. Why were they recording that? Maybe, maybe anyway? it's like, you know, the Nazis and the Romans, man. It's all about bureaucracy. It, everything needs to be recorded. Everything needs to be cataloged, everything. And then, and then you can do what you want with it. Well, they had pictures from the exterior of the helicopter, like close-ups of the exterior. You see Arnold Schwarzenegger talking and flying the plane. From outside the helicopter. That's okay. very important. Neither very here important. nor there. <laughs> maybe they have those body there. cams on the outside. I don't because since uh, everything is about entertainment. Yes, it could be that there that are because at one point Richard Dawson calls what the government and, and wants the media. I wrote that I wrote this crap down. Uh, the Justice Department Entertainment Division, please. That was yes. classic. Yes. For those of you guys who are under the age of 50, <laughs> Richard Dawson was a game show host. In reality, he was the host of the oh, Family Feud. Yes. Back Still in the family. 80s. Still on. But people under the age of 60 might re- or might not know that he was also an actor Hogan's before yes. that. Oh, He is mofo. He, w- he was uh, Newkirk. Strangely enough, was this character's name on Hogan's Heroes back in oh the 60s. Oh, my God. I used to love the reruns. When I was sick, I'd, I'd stay in bed and watch Hogan's Heroes. Now, I am much younger yeah. than you. So for some reason, certain uh, shows from the 60s survived into my lifetime. Because like there Hildes was Island, 13 channels, so you watched what was on. But what I'm saying is Hogan's Heroes didn't oh, make it to my generation. Yeah, I, I heard about it through uh you know word of mouth. But like Gilligan's Island survived, but I think you had to wait until like TV Land or some one of those channels popped up. Like then you could watch like the Donna Reed show or Make Room for Daddy. None of those shows were around. Okay, when let I me was a let kid. me just Not tell even you That I Please. watched endless TV on our 12 channels and I never freaking yep. watched Donna Reed. There was a line. I would watch uh Religious programming, or I would watch even an F and Western over the, those disgusting like fifties family shows. They were so freaking oh. boring. I now, love Donna, Donna Reed. Reed or Wild Wild West. What's funny is I never watched... I mean, I remember Wild Wild West being on. We're getting on a yeah. major tangent. I remember it being on, like, on Saturday yeah. afternoons or Sunday yeah. afternoons or whatever. I never watched it. I was not watching Wild Wild West with Robert yes. Conrad as James It was the West, James US Bond Marshall. of the West. Right. It was basically a steampunk yes. show. Yes. Before there was such a thing as steampunk... There was well. Instead west, of an so. Aston Martin, he had his own rail car. It sounds crazy, but yep. it was fantastic, and it, it it was fantastic. How about that? With, with his partner, Artemis I love that Gordon. Artemis. What a great name! So, so, there you so. little known Good fact: times. because I'm a Gen Xer, and I don't even know what you are. Are you? Do you have a name? you are you you're a baby boomer what are you talking about you I am generation a, x I'm no, Generation i'm x. generation x you must i must be at the beginning and you're at the end yeah maybe. so uh well it's a 10 year span so that would be correct we are 10 years apart but go ahead go ahead don't you dare try to don't you wrap wrap it up boomer me i'll reach through this phone line (laughs) and and give you a
1: punch in the neck
0: what what i was going to say back in the old days you yep. had cartoons for like an hour and a half after school. You had cartoons for like three hours on Saturday. And then it was nothing yep. but bad 50s, 60s reruns. Anything yep. they couldn't record to fill. And TV wasn't 24 hours. Like at 11, 30, 12, you get a test pattern in the National Anthem and then you're screwed. This is neither here nor there, but I remember realizing this with some lamentation not long ago. There is no such thing as Saturday morning cartoons anymore. Oh, Interesting. They do not exist anymore because kids can watch yeah. cartoons any, anytime they want 24-7. So there's no special like thing about waking up early on a Saturday to watch your cartoons. It was such so, a big thing that like, at the Absolutely. end of the summer they would have the Saturday morning cartoon previews where there'd be a whole special dedicated to yep. the new cartoons that were going to be coming up. Everything shifted with with Absolutely. cable. Absolutely. Well, I remember being bummed by Yeah, Chuck that Witt. was it. Oh, I missed my favorite no show. no DVR. We didn't even have uh, VCRs back then. No. All we right. had zippity doo we, we, Okay, so on Richard so Dawson, The Edge. <laughs> Richard Dawson, he essentially plays himself yes. in this movie. And rumor has it that the way he acts off camera is similar to the way Richard Dawson acted off camera. I love life it. Life kind of so a Jerry Lewis kind of, kind of asshole character. Abs- absolutely. No question. So, okay. Schwarzenegger gets out, uh, escapes from prison with some like political guys that he meets inside, including Yafet Koto. Good times. Um, and they meet the leader of the underground movement, played by Mick Fleetwood, ostensibly playing himself. And I will tell himself. you, Mick Fleetwood never looked so good. <laughs> well, he... They, they Which is crazy, because they, they age, age him, up him up in this movie. Absolutely. He's not no, no, old but they prettied him up, too, because he was life. never attractive. He's got those bug eyes, and somehow they tucked him back in. <laughs> so, and he, again... His character's name is Mick. They constantly call him Mick. And at one point he says something along the lines of, oh, the government destroyed all my songs. Yeah. Destroyed all my songs. What the heck? Very sad. Oh, and his sidekick played by Dweezil Zappa's name is Stevie.
1: Coincidence?
0: Perhaps. Uh, Hard to say. Who can say? For goodness sake. Um, oh, sweet Jesus, I've got a list of crazy things I want to talk about. you want all to jump right, let in? Let me look at my my little listy here. Um, okay, okay, I got. Well, back to the entertainment thing. We have like get me, get me the Go president's agent. This is all Trump, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And
1: the it's, only it's sad is, is
0: Fireball seventy years old. <laughs> because he has like he was an white, old, like there. man. Okay, Fireball was played by yes. Jim Brown, former NFL running back from right. the sixties. But they got, they got black blood this... up his his uh, do. They did. They did. They. What's funny is he is unrecognizable. If you know what Jim Brown looks like, he's unrecognizable. There's no mustache, and they gave him a crazy. I don't know what it is.
1: Black, it like, like you it, said, it's blackula hairstyle. Star,
0: but blackula with two. It's strikes. Bride That's exactly right. Absolutely. Correct. Now this is important because it, when he, when fireball, cause he's literally the last stalker left, everyone else has been killed or disabled in some way. He flies in with like a jet pack lands right next to them. And then you never see him fly again. He's like chasing them on foot. I don't know if it's because he's Jim Brown. And he's a, They literally call him the number one rusher. I don't know if that's if that's meant to be something. You have a jet pack. You can fly around. Why not fly around? Otherwise, why are you carrying around this huge tank on your why back? Why do that's you have I'm the saying. jet pack? Because what are you going to do? It's slow as crap. And they can hear yes. you coming for 10 miles. that's <laughs> oh, No question. <laughs> No well and then later it's like they establish he is fireproof. He shoots a flamethrower and a Schwarzenegger had poured like gasoline all over the floor. Flames shoot up, the whole room explodes, fireball walks through the fire, easy as can be. Later, how do they kill him? With fire. With fire. With fire. He like pulls but, one of his jets it, and some gas sports like an out and he throws a, a flare. So maybe that's the difference. So chunks, I mean, chunks okay. of meat, there's a difference between just like, you know, lighting the marshmallow on fire versus, stick, chunks of versus sticking a firecracker in the marshmallow. Okay, <laughs> but maybe you're right. There, there's a bit of a difference there. Now, don't get me um, wrong. Okay. As usual, logic and continuity uh, escape most of these movies. Well, he shouldn't have been able to walk through the fire in the first place because his face is totally and exposed. And he has—he's wearing like some goggles, some crap on his back. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all these are all these are important questions. There was a scene that I thought was hilarious when Arnold Schwarzenegger is supposed to be looking for his brother and goes to his brother's apartment, which uh, Amber right. has moved in on. He like is digging through her closet and pulls out a co- huge cardboard box. Filled with cassette tapes. Because cassette tapes have lasted until 2017. This is important. And then he says, oh, band music and black market clothes. He's, tried, he's exactly? trying to, uh, you know. I've, lo- I've lost, okay. the, I've lost the word. He's trying to put pressure on her so she has to help him. Because Arnold's a good guy. So he's not going to mess her up or anything. Fine. Cassette tapes have lasted 2017. Let Fine. me just tell what you. What are black market clothes? No. What are black anything market clothes? Made out of... what <laughs> anything What black... are made out of spandex, apparently? Sweet if Jesus, Damon Lee Roth ahead. didn't design your wardrobe in 2017, it was black market. Bobsy, bobsy, bob, <laughs> zitty bop. But just cassette tapes Sally do survive because I just got a Smiths and Pretender single for like $2 each. Now, do I have a cassette player? No, those keep breaking. So. <laughs> when you throw them out the window? I and... want one for, for they're $15 obsolete? at the record store and it worked exactly one day. And you have a record we store do. nearby? Sweet Jesus, Good for you. Good for you. So, Richard Dawson basically forces Arnold Schwarzenegger to participate because he says, if you don't participate, then we're going to make Yafet Koto and his nerdy buddy do it. So he agrees to do it. But then, of course, just because Richard Dawson is a jerk, he's like, hey, I'm going to send him in there, too, just because that's how I roll. You've already agreed to do it. I'm going to send these two cannon fodder in there. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Is that unfair to the stalkers that now it's always three on one? I don't think, it, like the gladiators of ancient Rome, I don't think fair is part of the deal. No, but I'm talking about to the stalkers. I, to, the, to the heroes have to, you know, the heroes, Buzzsaw or whatever, Sub-Zero. They have to go and now kill four people. I don't think Instead Richard Dawson cares. It's about entertainment. Clearly not. It does seem that they really wanted to stretch it. Once they noticed that the crowd was rooting for the the criminals, uh, they they kind of played yes. that out a little bit. But then they they wanted to make sure that in the end the government won. Right. I have all All sorts of questions. I I will answer them all. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but let's see. Go for it. You You be the judge. You be the judge. Um, Okay, so they go down and there's like into a hockey rink area. Oh, yeah. Sub Zero is a hockey player? The sumo wrestler this is my question. hockey player. Yes, with the smallest hockey many... piece I have ever seen on such an enormous man. That is That's not all you crazy. need. Just <laughs> less is more, or more That's is what less. Women say less is more. <laughs> yeah, it's not the size of the boat. Anyway you're right how many how many asian pacific islander hockey players are there there could well be a if i actually knew could anything about hockey uh my understanding is they're all canadian but maybe there's one of those canadian samoan islands that we don't know about there could the uh um, Al, the, the, the illusion Aleutian. Aleutian. maybe the he's Aleutian. Aleutian. yes moved move to alberta as Perhaps. a child it could happen. But here's my question. It could happen. If you walk through the ice skating rink, but one of the fans chooses somebody other than sub zero, what happens then? Ooh. Or even worse, what if they go to a different area and then they choose sub zero? Homies walking but, all right, around. This and is, ice is my theory. This this is my Please. theory. That the contestants are steered to wherever they need to be steered. There's always, like, the motorcycle people chase them. They seem to be steering them. They're not just motorcycle people. They're crazy leather people. They're basically S&M people. They're like the Gimp. They have, like, crazy Gimp masks and things like that. It's Mad Max people? meets Get the Gimp. It's, it's basically cruising. It's cruising <laughs> it's is we're watching. with It's looking for Mr. Goodbar, but with tickles. (laughs) But with tickles! Clearly. These are a lot of references. Only we understand. Very sad. My goal is to be uh, what's-his-face who got fired off a football for his obscure references. Help me. Oh, Oh, my goal is to be Mrs. Dennis Miller they cut through that defense like the Khmer Rouge. You know what I'm saying? Cha <laughs> I wish I Thank liked you. sports. I would have watched more of that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Anywho, moving on. Uh, this movie had the worst one-liners this I have ever heard. And there's a million them. of them. Every, every line that Schwarzenegger gives is a one-liner. It's a horrible one-liner. He kills Fireball and says, like, what the thing? Now help me with the <laughs> line here. Uh I'm assuming this has come after uh all his other movies, right? This Well this is this is this, ladies. Is, ladies. So this is after Total Recall. <clears throat> oh! No, this is before Total Recall. I assume yes. this was after. Okay. Because People started realizing because he wanted it first. He started doing all this He Man, what is it? Conan the Aquarian. <laughs> he did Conan. And, well, he, didn't, he was just taking what they were offering him. They gave him Conan, they gave him Terminator. The commando came. Not so, long Terminator, after that. he started having a little line here or there. People realize Arnold's kind of, we don't know what he's saying because it's a crazy F of Austrian accent, but he's kind of a funny yes. guy he's a friendly yes. guy everyone likes arnold and isn't it the audience yep. likes it when he, he gives a little a l- little zinger here so then they decide yes. to go overboard where every line is a zinger yeah i mean you can't give him yes. a soliloquy because no one's gonna know what no. the hell he's saying so let's keep it short let's keep it simple let's give it a little zing zing I mean, he literally went to Costco and got the economy pack Boom. of one-liners. Where it's not quality, it's Exactly. Quantity. It is nonstop. Hey, Christmas tree. <laughs> hey, Lighthead. <laughs> lighthead? Maybe take another swing at that line. Come on. Take five more minutes before you write that down in the well, script, thankfully, for guys. Su- they settled him down a little bit for Total Recall. So it, it was it was fewer of the zing zings more story, right? Well, he would kill somebody inevitably. Somebody would be like, "Oh, what happened?" And he had yeah. the one liner. Where what happened to Buzzsaw? He had he the had split, the split. Yeah, exactly. Because they didn't trust him with his crazy accent. So, if you have the <laughs> the matched- script book for the Running Man. And say yes. that they, they would be, like, just on each page, a few little lines highlighted. So, Schwarzenegger carries the entire story of the running man just through a series of one-liners. Absolutely. And here's the thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has lived in California since the late 60s. Okay? Okay. He didn't just step off the boat from Austria five minutes. He was married to Kennedys. He 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 is a somewhat the educated. The fact that man. his accent <laughs> the fact that his accent is totally unintelligible. That was a choice. He was choosing that. Okay? For God's sakes. Unintelligible. unintelligible. You, he got better. He got better. I mean, still crazy accent, but you could understand as time progressed. This was still deep into the. What did he just say? And hit the He line, is a buddy. terrible actor. But because he's throwing these zing zings out, you kind of think it's funny. He's just has, he has right. fat affect. He is actually emotes less than Kevin Costner, if it is possible. Shock if it. it is possible. If it is possible. Well, and that's the other thing. And I don't know if this is even something that they would want, but. A real actor would be like, "What emotion would a normal person be feeling in these moments? Anxiety, concern, fear, perhaps?" Not no, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a guy coming at me with a with two chainsaws. I'm unarmed. Cool, I'm in. Guy with a flamethrower coming at me again, unarmed. I'm, I'm in. in. What are you going to do? Ridiculous! A guy shooting lightning bolts at you. He's running at the guy. He's running at the guy. I have to talk about well, that scene as well. Are you talking so about the Christmas tree light, man? Hey, Christmas yeah. tree, Unscrew uh, yes. your light bulb, Christmas tree, <laughs> <laughs> Christmas tree. Um, Dynamo is driving around this crazy like go kart thing, and is chasing Martin you know it It's Paul Perdelle and a rascal lit up with the Christmas lights. <laughs> And slightly. That's racing. exactly what it is. It's sl- more than slightly. I could have, about that, could have avoided those tidy whities. Ah! Oh, God. We're going to talk. We are going to talk about that. In fact, let's Liz, talk about that right now. L- later in the movie. This is hilarious. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Amber split up. Not emotionally. Why? No, they both say, okay, you go, you know, good luck on your mission. Good luck on your mission. She goes off by herself. Why? Who the hell knows? We don't know what Amber's mission was. She's just wandering the hall by I herself. I thought she's bringing the satellite down. No, she wasn't she's doing just anything. She's trying to survive. She's, she's a wa- working gal, trying to trying to get by, trying to get by in life. I understand. It's, it's a living. <laughs> she, it's a living. <laughs> she, he goes off with all the other guys and guns. She goes off by herself, shoots a security guard who happens to stumble upon her for no reason. And then there's Dynamo, who is huge. Huge. He's probably 6'5", 300. Easy. And, and Amber, he's like and- He's felt like Humpty Dumpty. He is literally a yes. ball with a smaller snowman ball head. And I'm guessing no balls down below at all. Well, and that's what... She makes some crack about... Here's some guy with a with a battery shoved up his ass or something, some horrible again, they're throwing her one-liners as well. Uh he and he's like tussling with her and then they cut to and he's yeah, all no of a sudden are like, whoa, whoa. BAM No preamble. He was fully clothed literally a, a fraction of a second ago. Now, he, no they pants. They would have a team to, to disrobe him from the waist down. He's electrified. He's wearing spandex. Like yes, he He's got boots on. Come on. At the very he least, she I mean, literally... would have to get her ASS up and, and get of out course. of there. No question. Well, it's, it's and ridiculous. All of a sudden, like literally he, you're he, like, ah, it was, it was so yes. out of left field. Now we're raping. It's now bad. we're raping people. Yes. We're, we're doing that. The aerobic opera yes. singing, strangely effeminate Christmas yes. tree light rape machines. Yes. From the waist up, he's still wearing his sparkly flashing regalia from the waist down. Tidy whities, and that's it. That's all you get. It was a horror show. It was a horror show. That there's a a, a large number of these uh, stalkers that are morbidly obese. I don't see how they're chasing down Schwarzenegger. This is (laughs) an excellent question. Time to hit the peloton (laughs) or something. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) Sweet, And not to mention like the this fire sprinklers go off and he immediately electrocutes himself. This seems like a disaster. Well, especially flaw. if you got a guy you know fireball. <laughs> especially. Especially then. Uh I had a whole point. And you I wanted to tell me anymore. about Sweet Mr. A soprano raper. Oh yes, yes, yes. So he's he's running down Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger's running, he, and Arnold starts climbing up like this wall of detritus or what's, something. What's like detritus? Hill. Crap. Oh. Uh, uh, thank you. I have a vocabulary. And then Dynamo just literally tries to drive up the side of the ma- of the hill and goes out of control and crashes. Uh, I not like Arnold Schwarzenegger jumped out of the way at the last minute or anything. Arnold Schwarzenegger's like trying to climb, He's like, oh, what happened? Oh, you got into a car accident for no reason? Uh Good to know. Go to commercial. Go to commercial. They're they're not not the brightest bulbs. (laughs) Hey, life bulb. (laughs) You're stupid. (laughs) Christmas tree. (laughs) Right, exactly. Uh, Uh, I think that's good. (laughs) Do you have anything else? Oh, I have one more thing I want to say. And then you can say whatever you want. So... You know, big surprise, they manage, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his gang of freedom fighters shut down the Running Man TV show. They take over the satellite. I mean, TV isn't that over. what they try to do in the Hunger Games? Absolutely. Here's my question. Does that solve a GD thing? No. Is society now suddenly, you know, roses and, oh, freedom, yay, you shut down one TV show? Yeah, I don't think think so, so because we have uh, warnings for everything our president says and nobody cares. So if it was 2020 and not 2017, this would have made one golly darn difference because QAnon would have told their followers that this is all a liberal hoax. Well you know not to get off on a jag here but it it's clearly established with all the stuff going on is that people will find ways to justify their absolutely uh, in the face of overwhelming inc- incontributable proof they will set it to the side and look for ways to you know continue believing what because they want because that kind so. of thing causes anxiety and it's easier to believe if the government then comes and says it's not tr- It's not right. true. And again, uh, Richard Dawson, not the president, you know, not the emperor, the yes. game show host. Yeah, that's yes. right. Because who else was a good game show host? Yeah. Burr. Burr. Any other highlights you want I to discuss? I thought the one thing they did right was. The one thing that, well, I mean, I, I like this movie. I, 15 yeah, I years ago, I remember watching, like, this is the greatest movie ever. And now I'm looking back at it, I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's it's, it's an entertaining It is an romp, entertaining romp. But it is utter ridiculous. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is so good. This is great. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I used to think he was an idiot because he was in Conan. But now I kind of like it. That, these are my, my my you know early '90s thoughts when I saw this. So, the, what, what interesting thing they did is when the the strikers or the strike stalkers you've done a little stalking. This I have the stalkers started dying <laughs> off, and people are horrified and they're shocked. Oh yeah, and and tears. and tears, but they couldn't give a fuck. That criminals were dying every week. Murdered oh. in terrible ways. So, yep. that uh, I think is also goes along with uh, what's going on with us right now. We Absolutely. have our favorites. Whatever they do is fine. Everybody else's yep. problem is their problem. We're going down a dark path. A dark. Here. Maybe I should have like a whiskey to do this one. Who knew? Yes, sweet Jesus! Any other highlights? It's all, all highlights, man. It's all highlights. But like I like I, like, I again, I remember watching the Hunger Games the first time, super excited. And I like the Hunger Games. I I like the I mean I liked the first one. I I, I don't first know if good. I saw the other ones, but the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, "This is a Running Man, right? This is a Running Man, right?" <laughs> Maybe just a little updated <clears throat> version. That's all it is. Are you ready for behind the scenes? I want to know all about Christmas tree, man. Hey, Christmas tree! I did. <laughs> Uh When Arnold Schwarzenegger ran for governor of California, his campaign bus was called the Running yep. Man. I have to tell you, you one of the few times I voted Republican, I did vote for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no, I you did. Can... I did. I didn't campaign. Okay, I you... didn't write a check. You didn't care. but I did check the box. I, I, it was time. I don't. I, I mean, right or wrong, Gray Davis. Gray Davis seemed to need to go. He was seemed to be in a very sad. So the producers purchased the rights to the book "The Running Man," written by the world famous author Richard Bachman, who is actually. Stephen King. Which was so stupid, because nobody bought the Richard Bachman books. And so then they had to come out, like, ghost-written. (laughs) It's the pseudonym of Stephen King. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll check it out. Right. Basically. So he wrote, I don't know, five or six books under the pseudonym Richard Bachman. I didn't read any of that shit. I did. I read read them when they were released in a compilation of Bachman books. uh Absolutely. Uh, so, but the, the producer who who purchased the rights did not know they were a Stephen King book originally, which is good because the movie has no resemblance to the book. Uh, this is after I think, you know, when he's clean and sober and was going to have a fresh start. So th- then he started writing all these kind of different stories. Well, I, I think it was because critics complained that Stephen King could, uh, basically publish his grocery list and sell a million copies. And this was his way of saying, look! Yeah, Stephen King, but not Richard Bachman necessarily. Yeah, Richard, Bar- <laughs> yeah, Richard Bachman, sadly. But in the Richard Bachman running man, it's, it is a game show in a dystopian future, but it's not this kind of... It's more like um, uh, you release a criminal into the, into the world, and they send out like... Stalkers are more like secret agents, like CIA assassins who are trying to track you down kind of thing. What's that the purpose of that? Still, it's still a show. Is that what it's you're still, saying? It's still a show, but the, like there aren't like fancy code names and people flying around with buzzsaws and flamethrowers and things like that. It's, and it's more like um, it, you're just released out into the world. And if you survive uh, for a, a period of time, then you're free kind of thing. So, and then people can call in and be like, Oh, I saw him across the street kind of thing interesting so, it's it's different it's not the same thing for god's sakes well see i looked it up because i was thinking this i was thinking total recall i was like well maybe this is like kind of a philip k dick blade runner kind of rip off kind of thing and then i was like what stephen king stephen king love me, absolutely stephen king. uh jesse ventura uh, there's the scene where we talked about where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jesse Ventura are, like, r- grappled in mortal combat trying to kill each other. They had to film that very specially because Jesse Ventura is 6'5". And oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I didn't know Ventura 6'5". was so tall. Yeah, Arnold's like, what, 5'9"? Well, he might be a little taller than that, but... He ain't no 6'5". He huh? ain't no 6'5". Well, because Jesse was a, was a professional wrestler. Most of these professional wrestlers are huge mountain of men. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, versus Hollywood. Well, I think it's when it comes to bodybuilding, you probably have an advantage when you're shorter because it takes longer for the longer, longer muscles to pop. I think that might be so. I don't think Schwarzenegger's short by any stretch of the imagination, but he, he's definitely he's not. not six, he five. may not be tall by Doherty standards. Maybe he's true. tall by regular people by regular standards. people standards. Exactly. Um, let's see. The guy who plays Dynamo was a classically trained opera singer. So there you go. Yeah, but he was... This, was this his big break? No, he was Is he a thing. castrati? He's not a castrati, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> uh, he, I saw him in a movie called Alone in the Dark, which is a horror movie starring Jack Palance and Martin Landau. Oh, I saw this. where it's like escape mental patients on the rampage kind of thing. Oh, my was, God. I'm a classically yeah. trained opera singer, but now I just play mental patients. Right. Because he, he's like six, again, like six, five, 300 pounds. So he's a big monstrous, creepy looking dude. Uh, this movie inspired TV's American Gladiators. Shockingly. Shockingly enough, quite frankly, I think some of these rules might spiced up a survivor. I always said, throw a couple snipers up in those palm trees, get people moving. Maybe, maybe I'll tune back in. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, it's just like the real world where people are just hanging out at home all day. It is the early the first couple of years of Survivor. I was concerned about people's health. They were eating moldy rice and people, they start off thin because yep. they wanted the young people, and by the end they were just like bones. They were bones. <laughs> it was it was like a, organ failure is imminent. The solid gold dancers were not actually solid gold dancers. Were choreographed by Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul didn't she do time. the in living come the Fly Girls too? I believe she did. Hey, In living man. color. She was a Laker girl. I think the Fly Girls were Rosie Perez, actually. Oh. shockingly enough. All right. Don't, don't quote me on that. Um, I'm quoting you. Quote me. Uh, Did you notice who the director of the movie was? No. Well, he was a 70s TV sex symbol. Is it Don't Hassle the haw? he he was he was one of the titular characters on starsky and hutch paul michael paul michael glazer was the director
1: oh my i didn't even
0: see that you know he was in fiddler on the roof he's he's a very talented actor he Uh, was very sexy he was the fourth choice uh, to direct this movie, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, in retrospect, was not happy. Because he was basically a TV director at this stage of the game. He was doing, like, Miami well, Vice and things like that. It's a TV, it's a movie about a TV show. I mean, there's some logic. Absolutely! But he felt, Schwarzenegger felt it made the, the movie look like a TV show, not like a feature film, I guess. Well, I don't think you, you, you were had that clap back then, Arnie. That is sad but true. Uh the footage of the attacking helicopters is from King Kong 1976. Oh, how funny. So reuse the uh, reuse all that good Reduce, stuff. Reduce, reuse, recycle. The voice of the announcer, Phil Hilton, uh was is actually the voice of Squidward on uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh so God, there you he's go. Still alive, huh? Still alive! Uh, anything else that is particularly interesting to know? I don't
1: uh, think who
0: so. was uh who was Sub Zero? Sub Zero was the famous another professional wrestler, this one from like the '60s, named Pro- Professor Toru Tanaka. I love it when they they throw him. He's a professor no. of what? His of wrestleology. Of Well, rest- <laughs> that was when he was wrestling. They would introduce him as Professor Tanaka. Because uh, Asian people are smart. Well, he's actually from Honolulu, so he's a Pacific Islander technically. Oh. Uh, he, but but what's interesting is that's what his name is on the credits, Professor Toru Tanaka. When they introduce him, they call him Professor Sub Zero for some bizarre reason. <laughs> who the heck? <laughs> who the heck knows? Very sad. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, yeah. Richard Dawson only agreed to be in this film as long as he didn't have to use any profanity. He was very concerned. Did you he notice- doesn't care if he's an effing dick as long as he doesn't say cunt or what. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> clearly, clearly that was a deal breaker. Did you recognize the first woman who's brought out of the audience to choose uh, Professor Sub-Zero?
1: Did you recognize
0: her? Hang on, hang on. At first, I wanted to say it's not the lady who was in Total Recall who had the exploding. No, not her. Her name was Edith Wiggins. Was the character's name, and she's the one who chooses Sub Zero to be the first one. Saying she wants somebody. You would recognize her from Pee Wee's Playhouse. (gasps) Who is she? Was she? uh... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who is she in Pee Wee's Playhouse? Miss Yvonne! Oh, poor Miss Yvonne. Poor Miss Yvonne. This is about that same time, actually. My friend Linda Linda had the Miss Yvonne action figure. That was <laughs> hard to come by back in the day. Of that, there can be no doubt. I think, I think we're good here. Um, do you want to? Let me <laughs> talk about the ratings. Uh, this movie. On Rotten Tomatoes currently has a sixty-four percent fresh. That seems low. That seems low because this is you know good value entertainment, fun for the whole family. Yeah, oh, yes, fun for the whole family. <laughs> when he stabs the lawyer in the back with the pen, saying, can me a copy," except for the rapey Tidy Whities. So what? <laughs> so what is your? Oh sweet Jesus! What is your rating for The Running Man? Well, let let me stroke my beard and think of this because I started laughing and I, I lost my my perfect charm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna give it uh, four out of five Christmas tree rapes. <laughs> four out of five. <laughs> Christmas tree rapes. I'm gonna give it, uh, let's say, five out of seven. Crazy SNL leather people. <laughs> That's important as well. Um, <sighs> I find it fun. It's fun. It's it's by no means his best work. This is by no. This is not one of his finest films. By any no, such imagination. that'd production... be to- that'd be total recall. Total Recall is much higher on the list. The the production values are so low uh what what kind of saves it like i said is it's like every like b actor is in this in some way shape or form it's and the, the love liners... boat it's the love boat of death matches well and if you're paying attention there's a sign for a, another tv show behind richard dawson called the hate boat evidently <laughs> that's a show on t- on TV at that time, good time. <laughs> Isn't You're that topical. below deck? Isn't that the same thing? Something like that. <laughs> uh, and just and frankly, just the avalanche of ridiculous one-liners. I mean, these are these are bad. These are bad one-liners. Who wrote this shit? I mean, did they let Arnold just go for it? They they listen, Arnold. Why don't you do a pass of the script? Whatever you want to do, punch it up a little bit. Whatever, punch it up. I'll be back. He does say, "I'll be back." Yeah, he does. I'm not. I mean, I haven't seen any of his more recent work, but for a while, I'm sorry. The most recent work from the butcher of of Bakersfield is when he had that illegitimate child here in Bakersfield. Maybe that's why he was trying to blow (laughs) the place up. Could be. Could be. No, for a while there, he worked in "I'll Be." Ever since Terminator, they worked in "I'll Be Back" in every movie he did for like. 10 years. And the it expendables? Was... I'm sure they probably worked it in there as well. Although Richard Dawson has the best retort ever. When Schwarzenegger tunes him and says, Killian, I'll be back. And Richard Dawson says, only in a rerun. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. I would say, yes, that Richard Dar- Dawson is probably the star of the show. Oh, no question. No Richard Dawson Dar- is say- great he is fantastic he's just the, the evil dick he reminds me of what was the, the Jerry Lewis thing, the king of comedy yes. when you meet the real Jerry absolutely it's gold Jerry, it's gold <laughs> so there you have it thank you very much go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die go to our page on Twitter at tpodcast TWD. email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. Gmail. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. Make sure you like, share, rate, subscribe. Do all those good things. Phone a a friend. Phone a friend. Phone many friends. Help us out. Throw us a line here. Throw me a friggin' bone here. You're breaking quarantine and you've just had a COVID test, so you're going to go see family members. Pop pop it on for the ride there. And the ride back. And the ride back. For God's Highly sake. Recommend. Highly recommend. Now, Aaron, you're also on social media. What the are you doing? The cult of Aaron. Join the cult. I'm on the insta and I am on I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Insta. I'm Twitter. On Flickr. I'm on the Twitski. I'm not so, on the snap. I'm not on the parlor or parlay. I'm parlay not food. on the the mine place or whatever. 4chan. No, 4chan. I am on the Reddit, though. But only 90 Day Fiance stuff. Very good. So be sure to drop her a jingle, if you will. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> I am old Chris Kringle. So there you have it. Thank you very much. And be well. Later, skaters!